Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Monday, June 27th, 2016, and this is The Ride. Hey, I hope you all are doing great today. It's the beginning of a new week. New opportunities. New challenges. New plateaus. New mountains. Lots of new. Doesn't have to be the same old, same old. There can be new things ahead. I think it's all in how you approach it, how you look at it. Sometimes it gets to be a kind of an ongoing struggle. We see our every week the same old, same old, and we wonder why, why we're on this treadmill. It just keeps on repeating. I want to encourage you, and I'm encouraging myself because I need to do this as well. I want to encourage you to look at this new week as just that. It's a new week. There can be new growth in your life. It doesn't have to be the same. And like I said before, I think a lot of it has to do with our attitude, our our approach, our perspective on our time. I think today is going to be an important podcast. I really believe it. Because I've got a sense right now in the Holy Spirit that people are going to hear something that they maybe hadn't considered. And it's not because I'm all that, but it's because I'm, I'm, I hope, I trust that I'm hearing from the Lord right now. And I believe that He's got something for me. And uh, if He's got something for me, that means He's got something for you too. New attitudes. You know, this... Uh, this last week I mowed my lawn, obviously. You know, if you got a lawn to mow, you're probably mowing it at least once a week. Mine's fairly large, so um, we had a lot of stuff going on the last couple weeks. I was negligent. Lucky for me, there wasn't a whole lot of rain, so it didn't grow very fast. Except what I noticed, the grass didn't grow much, but the weeds went nuts. Now, I don't know if you can equate all that to a, a spiritual life that's not being fed the water but the weeds went crazy and what was supposed to be growing didn't so I let the lawn go a little bit long or you know too long because I was busy and by the time I mowed it I had all these weeds that were just ridiculously high and I thought man this is not gonna this is looking terrible. I mean, this is worse than, you know, that that bad neighbor that never mows his lawn. It just looked terribly bad. And I knew how good it could look, but the weeds had grown and I just had let it go. I just wasn't diligent. And I thought, man, I wonder what it's going to look like when it's done. Maybe it won't look the best. But you know what? I mowed it. It looks great. But I, I'm thinking to myself, you know, if I, if I do that again let it go too long again I'm just gonna get the same problem aren't I so what do you do so you mow it often and nobody knows the weed problem you have you cover it over you eliminate the evidence of it but the roots are still there it's still a problem 
And you know, if you let it go too long, guess what happens? Your weeds, they get to seed maturity. Then you mow it and you spread the, the weed seeds all over the place. What you really need to do is you need to address the weed problem at the root. You need to get some of that spiritual fertilizer and spiritual yet organic weed killer. Because I think a lot of us go through life and what we do is we mow our lawn so nobody can really see our issues. Okay, I know I'm preaching. Some of us, we're so good at it. We forget that we even have a weed problem. We just, we just mow. We're very diligent. We mow, but we don't address the, the core issues underneath. And you know, it might be fine if you think about it. So what if you got a weed problem? Nobody sees it. And, you know, it's not a problem if nobody sees it, right? Well, I know I have a weed problem. I know I need to address it. I know it. God knows it. And every single one of us has certain weeds growing in our life that really we need to give over to the master horticulturist. The horticulturalist. Is that right? That sounds professional enough. Scientific. Pretend you think I know what I'm talking about. Got to give it over to him. Do you know, sometimes he might say, really, in order to get that weed situation gone, you've got to do something that you maybe don't want to do. Like rip the sod off of this section of your yard because it's too far gone. You have to actually expose the fresh dirt and then plant again. And we're like, no, man. I'd rather just mow it. Nobody's going to care. He says, but I care. I care about how your lawn, how your life, the quality of your life. I care about it. And something has got to be ripped up and disposed of and maybe even burnt in a fire to make sure the seeds don't spread. Now, don't you know that he is the good horticulturalist? And he won't put you through more than you can handle. But at the end of the day, something new happens. Something new begins to grow. I don't know if it's been a long time for you to have heard the message that Jesus Christ truly does love you. He truly does have a purpose for the very unique nature of who you are. And he created you unique. I don't know how much you've heard that. I believe it 100%. He has a plan for you. And it's maybe not what you think. It's not the plan that you'd hate to do. He built you for a plan and a purpose. And, and because he did, inside of you, there is this satisfaction that can only happen when you're accomplishing that thing he created you to do. So, so get out of your mind that, you know, in order to follow Jesus, you have to do the thing that you hate to do. No, your very nature is in alignment with the Creator. Your true spiritual nature is. The problem is we all have a, a selfish, sinful nature. 
that we have to lay down, kind of like we had to lay our lawn down and let him work it and work that soil. If you feel like your weeks are the same old, same old, and there's not something new going on, I can almost assure you the reason is because your relationship with God has become stale or or doesn't exist yet. Because I know His mercy is new every morning. And there is newness of life in Him when you are in relationship and wanting to seek His face. There's newness of life. I'm going through a period of my life where it seems like my professional situation, my work situation, is the treadmill thing. And so I need to let the Lord into that area of my life so I can have some newness going on there. I think maybe I've been leaning on my own understanding too long. Is that something that we do? Sure enough. I don't want to just be mowing over my life, hiding the weeds, not addressing them. I need to address the weeds. We all need to address the weeds. The other day I was looking out my window into the hay field that we have. And I saw, I think it was like like a groundhog or a, I don't think it was a woodchuck. But something that was kind of on his hind feet looking around and I could see in the hay field which is all green a little section of brown which I'm assuming is you know his burrow entrance and I saw him there I'm thinking this is kind of like watching animal kingdom or something right out right out my own window and I know that we have some birds of prey that hang out near our barn they kind of hang out on the top of my barn the most I've ever seen together have been two up on the peak of this barn, kind of surveying the land, surveying a lot of that hay field. Hopefully not surveying my chicken coop area. I haven't bothered my chickens yet, so that's good. I, I'm thinking to myself, these guys typically are loners. They they hunt on their own, it seems like. And uh, so I was kind of surprised to see two of them hanging out one time on the top of my barn. This is a while back. Well. I'm looking out at the hayfield, I see this gopher thing, and then I see one of these hawks. And he's way up there, he's probably looking for field mice for dinner. And I never see them, you know, come down and get their food. Kind of want to see how, how much of a dive bomb they do, I've never seen it. But, but I did watch this one, and I kind of watched him slowly descend. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute, this guy, he's going to try to attack this gopher. He's not going to be able to pick him up. So I was kind of watching, and and I, sure enough, this thing kept descending. I'm thinking, this guy is going to try to attack. This is cool. It's live animal kingdom, which is good because I don't have cable. So I guess I need entertainment or something. Anyway, but he lands. He actually lands, but does not come near the gopher. And uh, But he lands, I'd say, about 20 yards uphill from him. And then I realized what happened. He landed and there was another hawk there. Now they're congregating. There's two of them. And I look in the sky and there's three more hawks kind of circling. I'm thinking, this is getting good. And this other one starts coming down. I think maybe this guy's going to attack. Nope, he lands 
finally there's four to five hogs hanging out. And I'm thinking, are they eating something? It doesn't look like it. They're just kind of, I just see their heads in the hay field. And that other animal is still at the burrow standing up. I don't know if he doesn't realize the hogs are there or just doesn't care because he's big enough. I don't know. And I'm thinking, are they all kind of having a confab about whether or not they should attack this animal? Or what's the deal? I was hoping that they weren't having a discussion about whether or not they should attack the chicken coop, you know, at dusk or something. But it gave me a picture. You know, I'm that gopher, and I've got an enemy. And that enemy is out there, and he's wanting to determine my weakness. It's not a smart enemy. All the enemy knows is that I have humanness in my nature, and so there are certain things that I might be weak at. But it's pretty dumb. He's cunning, but he's dumb. He doesn't know my relationship to God and and my strengths, necessarily, until I wield those strengths against him, and then he might learn a lesson. But we all have an enemy. I don't want to just cover over my weed problem, getting back to that. I want to address it. I want to address it at the roots. I want to get the weeds out. Because I have this enemy. And apparently, it's not just a single enemy that I could maybe take on with my bare hands. No, there's multitudes. And they're cunning. And they're deceitful. And they use lies. Lies? Yeah, lies. How do they use lies against you? Well, how about this one? You're no good unless you can get a really good job and get high pay. Or you're worthless if you can't find a spouse right away. Or you've got no value to society unless you have wealth or position, power. Are those lies that we sometimes buy? You know what those lies do? It colors your attitude and it colors your perspective. And didn't we talk at the very beginning about perspective? And if your perspective is off, your week will be off. Your newness of life could be cut off. And if you buy those kind of lies, you might believe that there is not a God who loves you and who wants you to have newness of life. You might believe that you've got to strive for all these things that might not be easy and might not even be possible because it's not your purpose and the, the plan isn't that for you. But we might be striving for the thing that we think society is demanding of us, and it's not our gig. Now, how do you know what your gig is? I don't know what your gig is. I barely know what mine is. But I know where I can find the answer. I absolutely know where I can find the answer. Without a doubt, I spend time with my God. I understand who He is more and more by what's in the Word of God. I'm sure that once I get to my deathbed, I will only have glanced the surface of the depths of the knowledge of Him. But I want to reach that deathbed knowing that I was wanting to know more and more of Him every day of my life. And I want that for you too, because I believe that newness of life can be for you. Lord, we thank you that you have made it possible that we could know you, that life is worth living because we know who you are and because you loved us first. 
Help us, Lord, if we're trying to cover our weeds by a surface job. Help us to give our life to you so that you can do what needs to be done. Help us be aware of our enemy. Help us to find the answers in your word so we can combat this enemy. And Lord, I thank you that you bring newness of life to us every day of our life when we are in relationship with you. We thank you, Lord. We ask that you would touch everyone who's listening with the power of God right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, everybody. Stay in the word of God. Live in peace and pray for those who persecute you. And this is a new week. This is a new week. This can be a brand new week. I believe for good things for you and for me. I expect it. I will live it in expectant joy. And I will see you on the flip.